live on Jupiter's third largest moon, Callisto. He's a winner, not a beginner. His pockets get fat, others get thinner. Your host, Icy Robots. Greetings, Earth people. I am from Jupiter. It is me again, Icy Robots. I am not a hero, but I do sacrifice a bit of my week each and every week to make your week a bit less weak. And this week, it's going to get a lot less weak because we are going to take a toy topic to the extreme. We're going to look at my top five Star Wars figures of all the times and check it out. We needed all the time there was, so we're not going to talk about a movie. We're not going to get the Toys R Us report news. It's going to be all Star Wars all the time, for at least for the episode. And, well, right before we get there, uh, I dropped into the hospital to visit my boy Iceberg. He made it back up to the station. He was not doing well. They're uh, lubing up his joints, doing all kinds of stuff. I brought my tape recorder uh, with me down there. So let's take a listen to what I heard in the infirmary. All right, cool, made it. Uh, let's see, four, three, okay, push the button. Is that search? Is that MC search? I'm bugging, man. That can, that's pretty cool elevator music. Iceberg. Oh, he's To the sound of black. Search goes to the flea market like me. Another thing we have in common. Alright, we made it, so let's see. Um, iceberg is room number 37. Um, here it is. Let me just make sure. Uh, iceberg 13. Yep, this is him. Um, why do the doors around here? Oh, sounds so old fashioned and big, totally. Iceberg, how, how are you doing, man? I am doing terrible. How do you think I am doing? I almost died. My fluid levels are at an all-time low. I almost ran dry. My joints could have been stuck forever. That doesn't seem like a big deal. They could have just, like, unscrewed your head and uh, put it on a new body, right? I could have, but I am accustomed to this one. Plus, it is beautiful and could not be improved upon. You could be a bit taller, then you wouldn't have to, like, ask me to get stuff off the top shelf for you all the time, or, like, clean the upper vent, you know? Why would I want to be taller? I am the perfect height. You're right, if you say so. Of course I say so. I just did say it only a moment ago. Did you already forget that I said it? No, dude, I didn't forget. Then why did you say that? I don't know, dude. <laughs> I, just, I, I don't know. 
I do not understand the way that you speak. Is it so hard to speak correctly? Do you mean speak like you? Yes, I mean speak like me. Should I also download a uh, hip-hop slang uh, voice pack? Maybe you should. It has done wonders for me. My coolness rating is at an all-time high. What are you even talking about? I am talking about how cool I am. All right, man. I just, you know, I just came down to see how you're doing. I am doing terrible. I've already told you that a moment ago. Why must I repeat myself so often to you? You just choose to. Uh, you know, honestly, you you don't have to. Whatever, Holmes. I need to rest. Oh, okay, I dig it, man. You need to rest. Um, what do you, what's going to happen the rest of the day? They are going to take me for an oil change in a moment. I need to get there early and make sure they are going to use only the finest oils. They try and slip in the wax stuff sometimes. Do you mean they are going to put the wax stuff in there? Uh, you might want to check your hip-hop uh, file. But yeah, are you, are you coming back soon? Are we, are we going to see you up there on the station? Yeah, man. You'll see me at the station. That's great, dude. It's not the same without you. Hey, tell Emily I said hello. Sure, dude. Will do. All right. I'm going to head out. Peace. Peace, Audi 5 man. Cool. All right. Take care, dude. What is with those doors? It's like Dr. Frankenstein's last. Get some new doors, dude. next week at this time. Get ready because here it is. I do. I see robots by favorite Star Wars figures of all the times. One of the seminal moments in my toy history was the day, I believe, I was in third grade. We had yet to move to California. We still lived in Illinois and I came home from school one day and my mother presented me with a Darth Vader collector head. You know the kind I'm talking about. The collector case that was shaped like uh, Lord Vader's head. She presented me with a collector case with one entire side full of Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back action figures. There was everybody I would want. You know, there was Ben Kenobi. There were Jawas. There was Bosk. There was IG-88. There was... Han Solo with the big head, Chewbacca, there was everybody, and in in the uh, the case area, you know, where you kept the weapons, it was, it was jam-stocked full of all the accessories, and she presented this to me with the caveat that I began doing chores around the house, and if I did well on the chores, I would get a new figure uh, every week or so, and... Let me say for the record, I never got another figure under this agreement. I guess I wasn't very good at chores. Um, but what third grader is very good at chores? Uh, I guess when it, when it really comes down to it. But this case of Star Wars figures was the backbone of my collection for years. I, I still have the case. I have very few of the figures. I was always very rough with my toys, but I do still have the case. And... 
just so many of my childhood toy adventures were based around this Darth Vader head full of guys. I I loved it. I would put them back in there and then I would display the case on my shelf. It was one of my favorite things. Recently, I uh, when I was doing, you know, some just like internal research for this episode, I mentioned this story to the old wife and she immediately said the figures were in the case without like the file cards or, you know, the bubbles or whatever. And I said, yeah, they were off the card. They were in the case. And she said, I bet your mom bought that from somebody else. And that had never even occurred to me. It's not important in any way, but the, you know, the more I thought about it, the more I realized that I never did really see the cards. I was too excited to get the figures that I was just so happy to play with them that I never even thought to think, hey, where are the proofs of purchase? So I can send away for the Boba Fett that fires the missile or whatever was the giveaway at the time. I never, I, it, it's been like a million years since then. And it never even occurred to me that I might have been playing with some other kids, Star Wars figures. I wonder why he got rid of him. I wonder what the story was because it didn't make sense. I don't know. I, I don't care. I don't care that I had used Star Wars figures, but I wonder where they came from. It just doesn't seem like somebody would have aged out of Star Wars at that point. But anyway, that is irrelevant. I I played with these figures to death. They were just, they were the backbone of my figure collection for the longest time. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to reminisce about Star Wars figures. And when I say Star Wars, to me, it means Star Wars, Empire, and Return of the Jedi. That was that was when I collected, so that's what we're going to be talking about. I realize they have made a million billion awesome figures since then, but we're going to focus on the original set. So let's get going and look at my fifth favorite figure of all the times. Number five. Imperial Stormtroopers injured FX7. I'll save him. From Kenner's Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back collection. Action figures each sold separately. Chewbacca's hurt too. FX7 has eight movable arms. The medical droid did it. You saved me, Rebel Soldier. Why? When the Force is with you, your duty is to do good. FX7, Rebel Soldier, Imperial Stormtrooper, and Chewbacca. Action figures each sold separately from Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back Collection from Kenner. Number five on my list is FX7 from Return of the Jedi. He is the medical droid with all the arms. He, he's like a cylinder. He's like a trash can that rolls around. And he has like six or seven arms and then one big arm in the middle. He He's the dude who's kind of taking care of, well, he's helping to take care of uh, Skywalker when he's floating in that tube of water after being wounded in his battle with uh, Darth Vader. Um... I, I was kind of I was kind of a strict player. To me, when I would play, there were rules that really had to be focused upon, and and one of these rules was, and this was an important rule that lasted from you know when I started playing from, with Star Wars dudes all the way up to you know the end of days of action figure times. Nobody could heal you unless they were like a designated medical officer and FX7 was my medical dude and when I would battle it's like let's say Han Solo gets shot. If Han Solo gets shot he is out of the battle until FX7 could roll with him and as the years went by I started mixing and matching my action figures. You know G.I. Joe was mixing with Star Wars was mixing with like MASH and the Fall Guy. I didn't have MASH I just I said that to be funny but 
Anyway, FX7 was a super important player because I didn't have Doc, I didn't have Lifeline in my G.I. Joe, so he was the only dedicated medical guy. He was the one who would heal Duke when Duke got capped. He was the one who would take care of rock and roll and get him back in action because if he didn't do that, they they would be out of the battle until my next battle. So I, I, I kept a hold of FX7 for the longest time. And this commercial we just heard really moved me I remember, you know, seeing it and I just, I really took it to heart because in my, my games, FX7 was, he would, if he saw a Cobra officer wounded or he saw a stormtrooper wounded, he would, he would also help them because that's what he did in the commercial. FX7, I really, I I dug him. I like how his arms came up off of his side. I think he was just a very nice toy design. It's not one that I have today, but it is one that I would uh, like to get my hand on. I don't have a lot of Star Wars. Like, I have a lot of G.I. Joe, but I do not have a lot of Star Wars. I have absolutely zero carded vintage Star Wars figures, and I only have a few loose ones. I don't know. They just, uh, they're expensive, and I'm not really, like, I'm not willing to put out the money to get these carded figures, but I would, I would enjoy having them if I found them at the flea market or whatever. I would be happy if I found FX7 at the flea market one day. I would flip my wig. So, you know, let's go and take a look at who is number four of all of the times. Number four. The Force is back. The rebels will tire till they see the last of the Empire. And Kenner's there with Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. I'm going to beat you to Starlock, Pit Skywalker. Glad to. We Quay, Luke Skywalker, and Lando Calrissian, each sold separately. Prepare the plank, Weequay. Surprise, surprise, I'm Lando in disguise. Let's get out of here, Luke. Whoa, the plank is falling. Help! Glad to. We Quay, Luke Skywalker, and Lando Calrissian action figures, each sold separately from Kenner Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Next on my list is Skiff Guard Lando. I, once again, this is the commercial. That line... Surprise, surprise, I'm Lando in Disguise was at the time, and still even today, one of the funniest things I had ever heard. I had the figure, and at least once in a battle, he would pull off his helmet and go, surprise, surprise, I am Lando in Disguise. He would somehow find a way to infiltrate the other team, and he'd be like, surprise, surprise, I'm Lando in Disguise. That high spot, never. I mean, it never got tired to me. (laughs) He wasn't the best figure uh, ever. But he did have a helmet that fit over his head and was removable. And that wasn't something that, it wasn't something that you saw a lot in action figures at the time. The ability to actually have a disguise made him, just made him really great. And Princess Leia, she did, you know, a very similar gimmick, I guess. But she didn't say, surprise, surprise, I'm Lando in disguise. You know, you, you cannot underestimate the value of a catchphrase. It just, it really, you know, really means, it really means something out there. And I also... I did, I dug Lando. I liked his story arc from being sort of a heel into how he moved into being a face, how he moved into being a very important person in the Rebellion. I could dig it. I guess I liked the story of redemption, and it was nice to see Lando being there and trying to rescue Han when it was... Nah, I'm not going to say his fault, because he was definitely coerced by Vader, and because his loyalty would have to be to his constituents. You know, he he's the mayor of Cloud City, and his loyalty has to go to them. And when Vader, you know, came in and tried to strong-arm him, I don't think that he had a lot of choice but to go with them. I mean, Han Solo and these guys are people he hasn't seen in years, and the people of Cloud City are his dudes. But when it came down to it, 
and he was free. Londo, Londo. What did I say? Londo. What I mean to say is Lando. I don't, I have never said Londo in my life. I have no idea why I said it right now, but when it came time for him to do the right thing, Lando did the right thing, dressed like a skiff guard, pulled off his helmet, delivered the catchphrase of the century, and did the right thing. So, Londo, big up to you. I actually sat in on a uh, Q&A last year at the uh, ToyCon with Billy D. Williams. You can find that in some episode in the back. And it was a lot of fun. Dude is a very charismatic performer. He was the best. Just, he was singing, he was doing some dance moves. A lot of fun, and... Surprise, surprise, I'm Lando in disguise. Let's check out who is number three. Number three. Chewie, is that you? And number three on the list is Chewbacca. I I am a big Chewbacca fan. I, I love a loyal sidekick, and Chewbacca is the most loyal of all the sidekicks. I actually dedicated a whole entire episode to uh, Chewbacca action figures. It's episode number 20. Uh, number, hold on, we're going to take a peek right now. It is number... 26. And if you want to hear that episode with Billy D. Williams on it, it's number uh, 52. So you got to dig back in the archives. It's always worth it to go back. But uh, I I just think Chewbacca is the best. I love the way he looks. I love the bowcaster. I think the bowcaster is fantastic. He he was, when I would play, he was the uh, sidekick to whoever was my favorite figure at the time. You know, sometimes it was Han Solo and he was playing the role that we all know and love from the movies, but other times, you know, he was he was Stalker's right-hand man when I was more into G.I. Joe's. You know, he was hanging out with Stalker, riding in the Jeep with him. He he was just he was just a friend we all wished we had. Uh, he's big. He's strong. He could help get your back, and, you know, he would talk, but he didn't talk too much, and when he did say stuff, it was always you know, it was something important, even though you could never understand what he was saying. It was always something very important. He was just, just the best dude, and and even in the action figure, there's like a kindness to him in the way he looks. I, uh, the sculpt of the figure to me is fantastic. And when I, I'm talking about the original Star Wars, you know, the the New Hope to some of you people, the first film, that Chewbacca action figure, the detailing of his fur is just fantastic. You, I wish you could see me right now. I'm making uh, outlines in the air, but it's just. He looked so great, and his eyes were so kind, and he had such a nice weapon. That bowcaster was different than the other uh, weapons that the dudes had, so it it was cool. I liked how it would kind of loop around his arm. It just, I think Chewbacca's the best. And uh, in, a, in in the new movie, if you if you haven't seen it by now, I don't I, I don't even know what to say. But in the new movie, in the end, when it's him and it's Ray and they're in the Millennium Falcon together. I'm just thinking, this is so fantastic because it might continue on with the adventures of of these two together and taking, you know, this new character that we know and love and combining her with somebody that we know and love from the past. And because because the, the fact that Chewbacca can grow and age just to, you know, to such a higher, you know, number, 
than we can. It makes sense that he would still be around after, you know, after some other characters are gone. It makes sense that he would still be with the Rebellion, taking somebody under his wing and working with them. I just, I was so happy to see Chewbacca and Rey flying off together. And then at the end, when they land on the planet, it was nice, you know, Rey's going off to find her destiny and Chewbacca is staying behind with R2-D2 and it was just... He's allowing her to go forth and find her destiny on on her own. It was just great. It was great to see him. I've always loved Chewbacca. And if you haven't seen the movie by now and you're yelling that these are spoilers, well, I don't know, man. You could go take a leap because if you really cared, you would have seen it by now because it was one of the... No, you know what? It was the most important movie to come out in the last 10, 15 years. It's the most important movie to come out in 20 years since Return of the Jedi. So if you haven't seen it by now... I don't know what to say. So let's move in and find out who is the number two Star Wars figure of all my times. Number two. From Kenner's Star Wars collection comes the Stormtrooper, the Sand People, and all 20 action figures, including new Hammerhead, Snaggletooth, and more, each sold separately. And now Boba Fett, Star Wars villain with his laser rifle. Boba Fett is not yet available in stores, but you can get him free with four proofs of purchase from any Star Wars action figures. Details on specially marked packs at participating stores. Offer ends May 31st. Star Wars action figures sold separately from Kenner. We all know the legend of the mail-away Boba Fett, but if you don't know, now you'll soon know, uh... The, I guess the tale goes that the first release of the Boba Fett's had a missile that would fire out of the backpack. But then there became a concern that uh, dudes might swallow them or they might get them stuck on their ear or their eye or some of their orifice. So they uh, sealed the missile into the backpack. So there are a few uh, ones out there that can fire and these ones can go for like thousands and thousands of dollars in auction. They're like the holy grail of all uh, all Star Wars figures and I will say that I do not have one of those. I never had one of those. The Boba Fett that I got was already in the case when I got it but I do remember there was a neighborhood kid. His name was Steve. Steve Coe if I remember correctly. He lived uh, next door to me and his family was a bit better off than mine. They had like a wood paneled rec room in the basement with like a pool table and a bar and all kinds of stuff where everybody would hang out and Steve was he was lucky enough that he got the proofs of purchases and he got a mail away Boba Fett so he had it way before I had just about any uh Star Wars figures and I was just crazy mad jealous because Boba Fett just he has the best design I actually right here in front of me I don't know if you can hear me wiggling him around I have my Boba Fett he is one of one of the figures I've you know held on to over the years and uh, he's just fantastic his armor is great he he has that very, uh, what's the word? The iconic Mandalorian armor with the, the helmet and just a whole bodysuit. He has, he has a jetpack with a missile. And there was just something cool and mysterious about Boba Fett. I remember the figure was out before he uh, ever appeared in anything I'd ever seen. So it was up to you to try to figure out who is this mysterious dude who looks so cool. And everybody had their own stories. I, I thought that he was probably, a, you know, would be like a good guy. Or whatever. I was, you know, I was young. What do I know? I thought that he was... He might have been like a friend of the Rebellion. Yeah, I, I did not know. But when it when we actually saw him in the movie, it was a bit disappointing because he, he, he was cool and 
he got to, you know, look menacing in the back, but when it came down to it, he, the, one of the first times we see him in action, he gets, you know, knocked right into the Sarlacc pit. It was quite a bummer. I don't know why you would take somebody who has such, he had heat, man. People were into Boba Fett. I don't know why you would take a character that has so much heat and just dunk, dunk him into, you know, the garbage pit with teeth. It makes no sense. And over the years, you know, people have gone and they've added to Boba Fett's legacy. There's, you know, fan fiction. There's been books, I guess. I guess the story goes that dude actually survived the Sarlacc pit and lived to tell about it. And he had many other adventures. And I don't know. I guess there was something with him in the early films. I, they cloned him to make the troopers. I have no idea. They cloned his dad, Jango Fett, to make the uh, new stormtroopers. I have no idea. That's Clone War stuff. I don't even pay attention to that junk. I'm all about the original films and the new ones coming out that are also awesome. But Boba Fett was great. He's just the coolest figure. The one that I have does not have a gun. And I debate whether I should go out and buy a gun on eBay. Uh, the gun for a Boba Fett's going to cost like, you know, 10, 15 bucks. And you could also get a replica, which I'm totally fine with. I have no problem with replica accessories because I've always been really bad. As a kid, I was terrible. I would lose just, like, every gun that I ever came across. And as an adult, I'm not much better. Most of my toys... I'm not going to say most. I do have some toys that are missing their things. And I don't know. I just... I drop them. And I never even notice they're gone until they're inside the Roomba bin and have been dumped. But Boba Fett's great. If you don't like Boba Fett, at least the way he looks, you're silly. Boba is the second figure for me of all the times. Let's find out what... What is number one? Please drop by supportthereport.com and consider becoming a show patron for as low as a measly dollar a month. It's the right thing to do. And now, our boy, I see robot's favorite Star Wars figure of all the times. But it'll keep you warm. Until I get the shelter up. Then, I thought they smelled bad. On the outside. The number one figure for me of all the times was Hoth Han Solo. I love this figure. I loved that blue parka he wore. I had one that was very similar to it. Well, I had a blue coat. And I always liked to fashion myself as I was on Hoth. Because, you know, back in Illinois, it snowed. We'd go play in the snow and I had a blue coat. And I just, I thought it was the coolest. I loved this figure so much. He had such great detail. Like the brown boots he wore. You could just, they were so well sculpted for the time. And his hood was great. His face, you know, it didn't, it didn't look like Harrison Ford. But it was... A very neat face. And one thing that he had that was cool, he had, you know, the Han Solo edition blaster. And he could put it on his hip. He had a, a area. You wouldn't want to call it a holster. It didn't slide in. It would kind of just attach itself to his hip. And I just thought that was great. And the scene that he came from in the movie where he's out there on Hoth, on the ice planet Hoth, looking for his buddy Luke Skywalker. And when he finds him, you know, Luke is... He's bombed out and depleted, been destroyed by the Wampa, and he has to stick him inside the Tauntaun for heat and, and you know, just so he would survive. The uh, harsh Hoth uh, exterior, that was just the grossest thing I'd ever seen. Those guts, those guts that came out of the Tauntaun were just, eh. It was vile. It gave me nightmares, it made me throw up in my mouth, and 
the fact that they had a playset where I don't want to say a playset, a vehicle is that what you call it? A vehicle? They had a vehicle that you could uh, you could do that at home. You could jam your Luke Skywalker inside of there. It was great. Um, when I started merging all of my toys together, I hate to admit it, but there was a bit of toy racism. Once I got a hold of GI Joes, and they had. They had so many more points of articulation that they were just, I don't know, in every way they were superior to a Star Wars figure except for nostalgia. And for the most part, once I started the merge, the Star Wars guys got pushed to the side. They just, they weren't up to snuff, but one guy who could hang was Hoth Han Solo. He, he teamed up with the Joes. The Joes gave him a lot of respect as a warrior. They knew that he was... They knew that he was somebody to be listened to, and there were many a battles where Hawthon Solo on his Tauntaun was leading a group of G.I. Joes against a uh, battalion of Cobras. Han Solo, he just had it like that. This was, this was my favorite version of Han Solo. I do like the original with the black vest, and there, there are just so many that were great, but this one, this one was my favorite. I think it was just the shade of blue of his coat. It kind of... It matched the coat that I had, and I just, I thought that was great. So, I don't know, man. There you have it. To me, the greatest Star Wars figure of all the times is Hoth Han Solo. And, well, with all that said, we're going to get up out of here. You know, right now is a great time to consider becoming a show patron. You can hop on over and find out all about it. Go to uh, supportthereport.com. I'm dropping new shows weekly for patrons only. We got... The audio handbook of the Marvel Universe. We got IC Robots Radio. It is just, it is just the thing to do. So, supportthereport.com. Anyhow, this is me, IC Robot, signing out for Engineer Emily behind the boards, our man Iceberg in the infirmary, everyone else out there in the universe. If you don't know, now you know. Recorded live on Jupiter's moon, Callisto, this has been an IC Robots Radio production.